Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, girl. I made myself a drink. You made yourself a drink? I'm so jealous. I uh, drank all of my high noons. Um, I didn't drink them all yesterday. I finished my big box of high noons yesterday. So I have nothing. Okay, so I made myself an Aperol Sprit. Oh, looks good. It's pretty. Yeah. Did you put a ch- maraschino cherry in there? No, that's an oh, ice cube. The way the light was, it looked like there was a maraschino cherry and everything. I'm like, mm, aren't you fancy? I love a maraschino cherry, though. I, do you know how they make maraschino cherries? Oh, it's disgusting, isn't it? Well, they they bleach out all the color out of a cherry. Wow. And then basically inject it with white sugar and then dye it bright fire engine red again. That makes sense. Because, yeah. you know, the first cherries I ever remember experiencing are maraschino mm-hmm. cherries. And then when I ate oh, like a, a real regular cherry, I was like, yeah. oh, this is kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is the same texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love a maraschino cherry. Got it. It does sound disgusting, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's basically like, let's take a real food and make yeah. it fake. about since we decided to record this special episode of online bullshit. Yeah, we're is... calling this like an emergency bonus episode. Exactly. Yes. And uh but all I can think about is the song that I sang oh, for yeah. the first NT Lawyer episode. And so I've been trying to like refashion the lyrics. Okay. Um do you want me to try? Yeah. Okay. Anti-lawyer, he's a guy. Anti-lawyer, he's a sty in the eye of the entire entertainment complex. And he likes to be mean to women. Anti-lawyer, yeah. 
great song. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's a star in the eye of the entertainment complex. Do you know, like, how often I sing that song though? Anti lawyer, he's a guy. Like I have it going through my head like twenty four seven. Me too. Yeah. We should reach uh-uh. out and say we have an intro song for your podcast because you know what? He doesn't have an intro song. Oh my god! We should totally be like, hey, what do you think of this? We yeah. could put it on like a, a sound camp or whatever the fuck. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, we yeah, should, yeah. and then we should be like. Will you please listen to our podcast and tell us what you think? And then it'll yeah. be all about him. Uh-huh. Hi, Auntie. <laughs> hey, Auntie. How you doing? Um, big fans. Uh, know a lot about you now. Um, I actually went to his blog and read some of his blind items. That's how far I went. Wow. Did yeah, you also I know. get a whole so bunch dedicated. of pop-up ads? Oh, you know what? I think I'm still on C-Dan. I didn't, actually. No? Uh-uh, crazy days and nights. Here I am. Oh, yeah, it's pop-ups like nobody's business. Yeah, it's like you can't even look yeah. at it. Anyways, guys, welcome to Online Bullshit. This, hey, welcome. This is a bonus episode. We're back to talk about NT Lawyer and... Yeah, based his... on the, the latest uh, revelations, I guess. Even in though they're the not really revelations, media. we know everything. In the in the mainstream <gasps> news Back media, to the has, lamestream media, the lamestream media has caught on to this story, and it is everywhere. Yeah, everywhere that I care about: the New York Post, the Daily Beast, Vulture. our faves. <laughs> yeah, Live Journal. It's on Live Journal, guys. This is serious. It's on. Oh no, you didn't. Which is. I guess oh, which started is, on Live Journal. Yeah. I get what is Live Journal like repost? I don't even give a shit. Live Journal used to be where you just weirdly wrote your journal on the internet, right? Oh, listen, I Gen guess. Z, for some reason back in the day, we thought everyone should read my journal. Yeah. Everybody should read my deepest, deepest thoughts. Yeah. And this was before influencer culture when people were actually like honest and a little bit frightening. <laughs> Yeah, in their true. in their personal revelations, where nobody knew how to like Photoshop, you know, Photoshop their lives. Yeah, basically. So today, an article. Well, it didn't come out today. Today, Nathan and I found the article that was written. Finally, someone wrote an article about how NT lawyers' real identity has been revealed. That I yeah. think is the headline. That's the news. Yeah. And then, you know, the second part of the art um the headline is that um I need to just read the headline because yeah. I no, was I'm kind a- of immersing myself in this crap all damn day. Crazy days and nights gossip blogger unmasked dash by furious ex-mistress. So, you know, it's casting her in a light. In this headline is all yeah, I'm going to yeah. say. But yeah, the mm-hmm. the news is that his first, you know, we know who he is. So Nathan and I found out about this article today because um, Cassandra told us basically that it had been written. So initial thoughts. Do you want to read the article or just talk about it? Um, 
I guess we do have to just read it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been like, sort of like you said, you know, when we found it then on the New York Post, it's it's been copy pasted basically or adapted by several websites now. I saw a, like a bullet point list of everything on Vulture. Yeah. New York Post and um, just a whole bunch of outlets have picked it up. Right. Um, do you want me to read this or do you want to read it? You start and tell me when okay. you get tired. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Daily Beast article. Date, February 7th, 2024 by Jared Holt. Crazy Days and Nights gossip blogger unmasked by furious ex-mistress. The anonymous author of the notorious Hollywood gossip blog, Crazy Days and Nights, inadvertently revealed his identity to a Florida court last year in the fallout of a messy extramarital affair that wouldn't be out of place in one of his website's famed blind items. Crazy Days and Nights, often abbreviated as C-Dan, is infamous for publishing sensational and inflammatory claims about unnamed celebrities with little regard for accuracy. In fact, the blog admits in a disclaimer that some material might be, quote, products of the author's imagination, and last year settled a defamation lawsuit with Diana Jenkins of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, all of which we talked about in our first anti-lawyer episode. Yeah, Um, if that's news to you, go back and listen. You should listen. It's a good episode. Continuing, but some items have their footing in reality. C-Dan's lead blogger, who uses the pseudonym Enti Lawyer, has been credited with beating major publications to the punch on several major stories, including Harvey Weinstein's predations, and developed a certain mystique among the mainstream media, QAnon-style conspiracy theorists, and ordinary celeb watchers. Through a handful of profiles about and though a handful of profiles about Enti Lawyer have been published, they were written under agreements to keep his identity secret. But the Daily Beast has confirmed that the dirt slinger behind Crazy Days and Nights is licensed California attorney John Robert Nelson, who in 2018 ran unsuccessfully for Congress as a progressive Democrat. It's unclear whether he currently practices law or ever practiced entertainment law, as his moniker suggests. Which that's interesting because they're saying he's licensed, he's a licensed California attorney, but they can't Mm -hmm. find out if he's practicing. Or that he was an entertainment lawyer. It says currently practice, like it's unclear if he currently practices law. I mean, I doubt he does. Uh, Having a podcast, as we both know, especially it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a full time fucking job. And I, I think in one of the court filings, or somewhere I read, quite frankly, yeah, that's how yeah. he makes the bulk of his income. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, so I don't think he practices anymore. And, you know, uh, apparently he never was an entertainment lawyer. Right. So, and and we'll kind of get to that in some of the texts we're going to read. Why are you giving me that so, face? <laughs> no, that's okay. You're like, I don't want to read those texts. No, I was, <laughs> um, I think I'm it like, was a combination a combination of burping and trying to figure out where we left off. And nobody can direct it at you. All right. She's yeah. she's like a baby with gas. She makes weird faces. <laughs> Nelson's secret life came to light because of an affair he had with a Florida woman. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like Florida man. Florida man, yeah. Like that whole like sort of verbal meme, meme that has come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Florida woman, uh, that has spawned dueling legal complaints and accusations of abusive behavior. 
Last year, he sought a restraining order against the woman, Cassandra Crows, and included information in his filings to a Florida court that match up with the woman's claims on social media that he is the author of CDAM. In a complaint filed in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Florida on November 8, 2023, Nelson and his wife, Victoria, said that he engaged in a, quote, intimate relationship with part-time podcaster Cassandra Kroos and that the relationship turned sour after Kroos learned Nelson had entered the relationship under false pretenses. Nelson, in a complaint, alleged that Kroos false claimed she was pregnant, falsely accused him of molesting her daughter, and barraged him with explosive, violent, and threatening calls and texts. I'm sorry, that's quote, explosive, violent, and threatening calls and texts up to hundreds per day. He said she threatened to reveal Nelson's online persona to the public and that he paid her at least $1,500 per month or more in hush money and stayed with Kroos, quote, to keep her from exposing me. And because he was worried about the safety of his family. Yeah, this is the part that stood out to me because we read the initial filing, the initial, you know, stalking order based from him or complaint or whatever Mm -hmm. you call it. Yeah. Um, He mentioned like tons of calls and texts and like, I don't, I'm worried for my safety. He didn't, I think maybe he, you know, alluded to the fact that she threatened to dox him. He did not go into... I paid her $1,500 a month in hush money and then like stayed with her under false pretenses so that she wouldn't expose me. I mean, I I feel like that that would be something you would not say in a court filing because that doesn't help you. I know, right? You know, and that's, yeah. yeah. I can't, I, I just, I can't see how that would be helpful to his case in that it's like, oh, well, then you were deceptive i I, it just feels like it's doesn't put him in a great light i was thinking initially well yeah he didn't want his identity revealed okay and then i'm like well he doesn't want his identity revealed because he's like a scumbag who writes bullshit on the internet you know yeah yeah if all of these actions against sonra that he made allegedly are true I guess, as we've seen, she's got a lot of ammo against him. So, you know, maybe, yeah, that's true, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it seems like you're trying to n- present yourself as not a seamy sleazy person. And that's uh, a seamy sleazy thing to do to like mm-hmm. pay somebody hush money and pretend that you like them so that they won't ruin your career. It's just ick. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was really writing something like he, he thought this was really gonna be something don't you think uh the yeah but it wasn't because i looked it up on justia dockets and filings the um matter well no it's nason at alvi cross um and uh this is the the petition that we read on the first anti-lawyer you podcast looked it that up? Did. his filing was rejected well it was uh dismissed the complaint was dismissed by the court the yeah. one that we read and i don't think we knew what the status of, of yeah, it was wasn't or there at was the no time. status. Yeah. yeah, but it was dismissed, but it permits him to file no later than November 22nd, 2023, an amended complaint. So I think I saw something. Wait, give me a second. I don't know. I'm on live journal right now, but it does say that the court found that his request for an injunction against Crost failed to allege facts sufficient to support a claim. And that the yeah. complaint failed to comply with federal court procedures, which absolutely it was a mess of a complaint. 
I don't know how you can be a lawyer and have and and choose such a bad lawyer. Or he thought that it was going to be scary enough that it was just going to do what he wanted it to do, I guess. But yeah, it does Just hush her up and then he could like, you know, just cancel the filing after it was obvious that she was like, just not going to say anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that could be. That seems like the only logical thing, even though, as you're saying, how as a lawyer are you looking at this filing written by another lawyer and being like, yeah, looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's And that filing was like, it was just, I can't remember specifically, but it was like messy and not great. Yeah. You know, um, and I also just want to read this little bit from, uh, I just, that was from a, a live journal blog by somebody named fucking Shangri-La wrote in, oh no, they didn't. So I don't know how this works, but uh, it also says that. uh, Oh no, they didn't is like another gossip site. And so they picked up the story too. Got it. Got it. Um, And then it says, uh, Crouse denied, and another bullet point in this live journal article, Crouse denied that she threatened Nelson or shook him down for money and says that many of the text messages he cited in his filing were not from her. Yeah, isn't that interesting? This is all according to Cassandra, but, you know, he's maybe done this to other women, so maybe it's just like he sort of compiled all the threats he's ever gotten from... uh, Any woman woman ever? Any woman ever that he's dated and cut and paste them all together in a filing. I don't know, because that seems bold for him to do. It does seem bold, and I feel like the judge might want to actually see the source of these text messages. And, you know, yeah. he is, he is, if he's filing a case, it behooves him and he may be required to save them in their original form. So if he's doing that, like the judge is going to want to see that, I imagine. Yeah. Especially if then she alleges that they aren't from her. If the, if the whole, court proceeding moves forward, then the judge would ask for evidence, right? Yeah. I mean, besides what's in the filing, because that's just a representation of a text that, you know, on paper, yeah. you can easily fake that. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to say that the filing was denied and Cassandra has also denied specific allegations in it. All right. Let me just, do you want to take over the article at Despite the Payments? Yeah. Despite the payments, Crows' anger, threats, and repeated references to his children drove the couple to seek a restraining order, the filing says. When Crows learned of the couple's intention to go to court, the complaint says she unmasked Nelson on social media and in podcast episodes. In his legal filing, Nelson did not outright state that he runs CDAN, which launched as a blog in 2006 and later added a podcast. But he wrote, quote, For much of the past 17 years, I've supplemented and then started making the vast majority of my income through an mm-hmm. online blog and then in 2018 a podcast. Throughout the entirety of this period, my identity has stayed anonymous. Okay, so this bitch hasn't practiced law since about pro- Probably a little bit after 2006, once he started making his living off the sea dam. The court found that his request for an injunction against Crows failed to allege facts sufficient to support a claim and that the complaint failed to comply with federal court procedures. In his dismissal, the judge recommended that Nelson 
quote, obtain legal advice and assistance or representation by a lawyer. The initial case was closed on December 5th, and Nelson filed a new case against Crows in Pinellas County Court, which is pending. That Crows, just means that he wrote that piece of shit filing himself, which I did not realize. I thought it was another lawyer. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's rusty. Crows denied that she threatened Nelson or shook him down for money. And she suggested many of the text messages he cited in his filing were not from her. Nelson did not return requests for comments sent by phone, email, and text. An attorney representing him did not respond to requests for comment. Then we have a lovely picture of them together where he looks creepy. Uh, yeah, no, he does. He has such a look in his eyes. He's just I like, I am very like, uncomfortable being here. I think he's concentrating, trying to take the picture. I think he's like, oh, I'm a boomer and I'm trying sense. to he's push like, the right this button. Damn thing. Oh, shit. I took oh, oh, shit, I took another I took one. It. Damn it. Damn he's, it. And then he just throws it in the river. He's like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. yeah. It does look like they're in Florida, though. Yeah, true. Um, Rose's relationship with Nelson became fodder for a podcast she co-hosted with her friend Tiffany Busby. On episodes of Drenched in Drama, Crows and Busby retrace what they allege was a web of lies that Nelson concocted. Quote, I was more scared of what would happen if I didn't speak out about it or what he would keep doing, Crows told the Daily Beast. See, so they did talk. In her podcast debut episode, Crows said that in 2022, she purchased the opportunity to record an episode with Nelson from his Patreon account, which sells one-time co-hosting opportunities for $250 for her other podcast, Cassandra Explains It All. Crows told the Daily Beast that Nelson continued to contact and record podcast episodes with her, and a romantic relationship ensued. He told her he was single and that he lived alone, she said. According to her recounting on her podcast, Nelson planned a trip to visit her in Florida for his birthday, during which they fell in love. The couple purportedly made plans to move in together. Yeah, and that is according to her podcast. Just saying that's not in the legal filing. Yeah, and it says, quote, fell in love. So that's not mm -hmm. the journalist editorializing. She said on the podcast that Nelson's wife contacted her with concerns that he was cheating and that Nelson claimed his wife was an alcoholic. And that he planned to separate from her. At one point, she claimed Nelson lied that he was going to a sports bar and then flew his family, flew to his family in California. In the court filing, Nelson mentioned this moment but claimed he was forced to lie to escape from Crows. Crows told her listeners that Nelson Crows told her listeners that Nelson proclaimed he loved her up until the day he had her served with a legal notice. She also alleged he once sent her what she believed believes were doctored or fraudulent court records to convince her he had sought a divorce from his wife. So they talk about that on their podcast, where mm -hmm. she's like, well, he showed me that they were getting divorced. And her friend Tiffany, who is always like, I know everything. Tiffany's like, Cassandra, how many pages was it? And Cassandra's like, one. Oh. And Tiffany's like, that's not how long a divorce filing is. You know, no, like it's no, super no, no. long. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't know what he showed her. Um, She's posted it on Patreon. I can actually show you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, show me. I'm curious to see like, because maybe yeah. it's just like a, a part of a larger filing. It could be. Like, 
she's saying he made it up, but, um, you know. At least on the podcast to Tiffany, she's claiming he just showed me this page that starts at number four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, was he trying to show her a specific item that proved something they might have been arguing about or that she was suspicious about? I have no idea. But honestly, like, it it could be that he totally faked this shit because this looks like a form that can get online from the courthouse and just kind of fill out. But like, there's no proof. There's no proof that he filed it. There's no no, like stamp from the court. Right. Anything like that. So. And then it's just dated May 17, 2023. Yeah. And then it says judgment. It's not a filing. Oh. So that means. I, I I can't tell you what exactly this document is, whether it's divorce papers or a separation agreement, but it does um, say on the bottom, it's a judgment. So that means that he is purporting that some sort of dispensation, I guess, has been given for this incipient divorce. It's dated May 17th, 2023. Number of pages attached, 62. And it is signed off. Okay, it is signed off by Matthew Forsay the judicial officer, but that might just mean it was filed. I I don't know. I I'm not familiar at all with the Florida like court procedures, but anyway, he's saying, yeah, saying this was the document he got. She got from him to prove that. Yeah. His divorce was coming. But just thinking about the date that's on the document, Mm -hmm. um, because I have been listening to her Patreon, I can tell you it's a long, drawn-out timeline of their relationship. Okay. And they first, like it said in the filing, they first saw each other um, December 2022. Okay. And he, like, stayed there for Christmas and, like, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, And while he was there, that's when she got all these messages from his wife. where she- the the wife is like, I know he's cheating on me with you. That's when she received those messages that we were looking at earlier today. So relatively early on in the relationship. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because so, I thought those came much later. No. Ah. Um, like there might be some that are from later, but the first contact from her is from that point in time. You know, a lot of people looking at this from the outside say. She found out he was lying about being married pretty early on, you know? Yeah. And then she said in her most recent Drenched in Drama that she didn't consent to be in a relationship with a married man. And I'm like, clearly you did. You did. I just, I'm sorry, Cassandra. At some point, you did. You did. So what do you say we finish reading the article and then get into the text messages? Okay. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Back to the article. As her podcast series went on, Crow's detailed claims that Nelson abused her M-dash allegations that also appeared in a February 5th filing in state court that she provided to the Daily Beast and read aloud in a recent episode of Drenched in Drama. In the court complaint, Crow's alleged Nelson was violent on several occasions. Choking, slapping, and hitting her without consent. She also alleged that Nelson told her on January 11, 2023, that he had killed women before and that he was smart enough to get away with killing her. 
And so just as an aside, um, this girl, Alexa Nicholas, who was an actress on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. back in the day, she has a podcast now um, where she's kind of exposing predators because, yeah. you know, she was a child actor. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to make a documentary about Dan Schneider, who was kind of like the big wig at he was the Harvey Weinstein of Nickelodeon, essentially. Oh, yes, because I remember long ago reading, a little while ago, reading an article about him and uh, how he would like want situations in his shows where the yeah. younger women were shown like doing Weird things shit. that could be construed as sexually explicit if like in a coded way. It was very weird. Yeah, like getting things like squirted on their face exactly and yeah, yeah. a and lot of really showing the their yeah a lot of yeah. showing their feet yeah a lot of feet showing he's uh he's got a quentin tarantino yeah except with fetish. kids you know? yeah oh, um so she was talking about that because i think she did work under him and then her the second part of her podcast was about this article Okay. And so then Cassandra was in the chat too, because she does her podcast live on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And she says, he told you he had killed women before. Like, did he put that in writing? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really something you put in writing. It's not no. like, you don't. <laughs> you generally don't text a, 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 a veiled threat. The complaint also alleged that after Crows was served with legal papers, Nelson's wife, Victoria, changed her Twitter profile background to a picture that Crows had sent John Nelson of a storm outside her bedroom window, which is pretty weird. Yeah. It also claimed that Nelson continued to solicit sexual material from Crows after he filed for the restraining order last October, which I think a lot of people misconstrue this what the meaning of this is and that's just that it took a while for her to get served the papers like Mm -hmm. he filed sometime in october and she got served november 1st Mm -hmm. she knew that there's a date on the court filing so she knew when he filed it yeah and that like a few days after or like the day after they had a zoom chat you know mm-hmm. that was a sexy zoom chat sexy. Yeah. yeah so nothing yeah. sexier than zoom it's not like he filed the papers and she got served and then he was like hey baby <laughs> so it, uh, what she, what she seems to allege quite a bit is that he basically would you know like this filing he would do things sort of underhandedly that were against her while still trying to maintain the relationship on the surface. Yeah. That is sort of a pattern I notice. There's instances of that throughout this article. Let's see if we can find another one. Um, So the next part says, quote, you belong to me and only to me, and I will use you as I wish. Nelson texted Crows on November 2nd, 2022. But see, that's before they've even seen each other in person. I just Oh yeah, that's it really It just seems yeah, that's oddly because, placed in this article to write that there. So this was before they met. Yeah. Which goes back to my original sort of contention on the first anti-lawyer podcast that we did 
where it just something about that kind of text, especially before you've met somebody. I don't know. I've gotten, like I said, I've gotten texts like that from guys. It's just like, and so have you, as we know. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's just kind of like. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Big talk from a guy who doesn't know how to talk to women and thinks this is impressive. Yeah. To uh-huh. be like, I'm a big alpha male dom and you're going to like fall to my knees under my sway. Um, I want you to know. Uh-huh. Cassandra says he's got a baby carrot for a penis. Like fully um, erect or flaccid? Well, even get his, into that? even his, no, she doesn't seem to really want to talk about it. But even his wife calls it a baby carrot in one of those texts. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. I know. Yeah, but he's a piece of shit, so he deserves it. Since outing Nelson, Croce has shared several audio recordings she says Nelson sent her during their relationship. The voice in the clip sounds the same as the voice of NT Lawyer on C-Dan's podcast on Patreon. And Croce shared several video clips of Nelson speaking on camera in which Nelson can, can be clearly seen and heard. Cross told the Daily Beast that she would frequently communicate with Nelson on Zoom, sitting in on his C-Dan podcast recordings, watching television shows together, and seeing him masturbate. Mm. In an audio recording Crow shared with the Daily Beast, Crow- Nelson is heard sexually fantasizing about physically abusing her for eating unhealthy foods and about striking her with a bell. Crows told the Daily Beast that the audio clip was reflective of Nelson's, quote, interests in sex and that he would harm her during intimacy and become angry to her if she cried or expressed her discomfort. Quote, he knew that I did not want that. He did it anyways, Crows told the Daily Beast. Quote, I didn't think that a lot of it was going to translate into real life, but he was way more violent than I thought. Nelson was obsessive about her weight and asked her to regularly send him photos of herself on a scale, she said, even though he was aware of her history with eating disorders and domestic violence. She said she lost approximately 35 pounds when they were romantically involved. On her podcast, Crost has described her relationship with Nelson as emotionally abusive and alleged that his harassment against her is ongoing via the legal system. Quote, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him and I thought that he loved my children, Crost told Busby in their first episode. Quote, now it's scary to me what people are capable of. Okay, so that's the article. Oh, do you want to read the text now? Yeah, let's read the text now. Um, should we give like a little uh, background to this? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I resubscribed to her Patreon and she has okay. been reading these on her Patreon as well. 
Oh, she has. Okay. Okay. So, so let's get into this because I have a question based on it. Since we dropped our first podcast, we've been in communication via Instagram DM with Cassandra. She sent us a lot of information. We really didn't know what to do with it, but we've like kept the lines of contact open. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's mainly been communicating with Katie, who engages more with Instagram. She sent us a bunch of screenshots of text messages purported to be from Victoria NT lawyers, why I'll just call him NT lawyer, NT lawyer's wife, uh, which are very damaging to NT lawyer. Mm-hmm. And um, she asked us, uh, I think uh, what she said was, do me a salad and post these. Yeah. So I, I don't, uh, I was a little mystified as to what sort of reach she thought that we had as like a newer podcast in order to get this out. I know. And if she's already been talking about them, then like, I'm sure she has a far larger audience for this on her podcast by people who were interested in this drama. So this is what brought our attention to it. My question being, what does she think we can do that she hasn't already done? Is she just trying to like throw these everywhere she possibly can in order to get the story out? Which seems like what she's generally been doing is just like using her platform in order to, you know, reveal her relationship with this man and what he's really like, since he has such a huge fan base, she feels they should know. When she sent these messages today, I looked at them and thought, the same thing as you. And then she followed up with, I'm sure you saw that big publications wrote articles. And I said, oh, no. And so then I went and read them. And as I was reading the Daily Beast one, I was like, oh, it's kind here's what it looks Mm -hmm. like to me. Any mention of her in the article that is kind of negative in a way, that's like Andy's complaint says that she was stalking him. Andy's complaint was from him and his wife, and he said he paid her fifteen hundred dollars a month, you know, so she wouldn't reveal Mm -hmm. who he was. So in order to prove that she wasn't a stalker and that both of them talked to her, she's showing us these messages from his wife. Like, because his complaint makes it look like the wife the whole time was like, she's torturing both of us, you know? Oh, NT is saying that Victoria is torturing both of them and playing like both sides of the fence? No, that. Oh, I'm sorry. In Auntie's complaint, his complaint is from him and Mm -hmm. his wife. And he's like, this woman is coming after both of us. And Cassandra's point of view is, no, the wife was telling me what a motherfucker he was to her. Yeah. Do you still have the filing, the original Um, filing that was denied? I just, I I randomly wanted to see if she was included on the caption as a petitioner with him. Oh. Because that would be interesting. Yeah. Let me go look. Oh, great. You've got it. I am a weirdo, and I kept it. Do you want to see the first page? Yeah, just show me the caption. Yeah, no, it's it's written in. It does not. uh, It's just John Nelson Petitioner and Cassandra Gross Respondent. So, yeah, he he doesn't include his wife on the caption, but he includes her as somebody who is a party to this harassment. Well, so maybe it's in the next filing. 
something she kind of just mentions. And Tiffany says, yeah, didn't he call you like a sex trafficker? And she says, yeah. Okay, so do you know any more about this allegation that he's, she sex trafficked him? No. Oh they're just kind of laughing so about it. Like and details. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but that's what's so frustrating about their yeah. podcast is it's not every week, but it's like every time that they post one, all Tiffany has to say is, He's lying. He perjured mm. himself. He's a lawyer who's perjuring himself. And I'm like, okay, congratulations. You learned the word perjure. Could you say something yeah. else? It, like actually give us details about what you're talking about instead of like these sort of really tantalizing yeah. tidbits that what are we supposed to do with them? Nothing. I think it's we're supposed to say subscribed. Oh, I see. So it's like a teaser sort of thing. It's like we might talk more about this very yeah. incendiary allegation on the next one or the next one. Okay. Right. Which is why I think some people on Reddit are like, this is a grift in itself. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and here's the thing. I don't think Cassandra wants this attention. <laughs> Who knows, though, right? Did you burp again? Um, in the middle. No, I laughed. Because it was like, <laughs> so no. I laugh. And I was like, she just burped and let that go right by, just right in between two words. <laughs> it's because I'm drinking this Aperol Spritz that's made of Prosecco. Oh, it's the Prosecco. But also, bubbles. that wasn't a burp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to like just get in, even though apparently she's like been blasting them to all and sundry, apparently? Should we get oh, into the, the text messages? Yeah, the messages. Because they are yeah. like pretty juicy. If true, if true, if they are actually from Victoria. I think the proof is that her name on Twitter was Notorious V. I know, but you're like, you can mock that It could still be faked. Yeah. I forgot about Photoshop. She starts, this is the first page. Mm -hmm. So according to Cassandra, these these messages are from Christmas time of... 2022, leading into the beginning of 2023, the budding of the anti-Cassandra relationship. Um, and it's this is all from Victoria. Yeah. All in a big straight line of text. Yeah. You will find out everything is a lie. He doesn't know any ce- celebrities. He just wishes he was one. We don't even live in L.A. He was never an entertainment lawyer. He just wants to feel special. He makes up the blinds. He's a grifter. He uses a P.O. box to make people think he lives in L.A. I could write a fucking book about his lies. God fucking damn does he lie. He's so fucking obsessed with sex, with his very small penis. Fuck there him about Chrissy T. Do you know anything about Chrissy? Is that Chrissy it, Teigen? Yeah. So I think he was writing on his blog um, something about her lying about whatever happened. Well, next she says, he says, she says, fuck him about Chrissy T. You can have a stillbirth and also an abortion. You can get pregnant more than once, idiot. So apparently he's talking to something about uh, Chrissy T's pregnancy. Yeah, knowing him, I think he wrote, he wrote a blind saying that because she miscarried at some point, I think he was like, she didn't miscarry. She had an abortion. Oh, okay. That's what this says to me. I'm speculating. We ha- we had a stillbirth, she goes on. We had a stillbirth, living children and miscarriages. How is he so fucking cold about it? He's such a fucking asshole. 
My mom is, his mom is paying for my therapy appointments. He's such a fucking liar. He lies and lies. Ask him if he can get JLH on his podcast. I don't know who those. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, ask him if he can get Jennifer Love Hewitt on, on his podcast. He can't because he doesn't fucking know her. Ask him if he can get Seth Green. He can't because he doesn't know him. I'm like, Seth Green, is that really like? the the shiningest star that you could possibly imagine getting for your podcast at this point. Seth, very talented. I love him, but I think he has said he knew them. And that's Oh, okay. And so she's choosing the people he's said. That's yeah. That's what I think. No shade against Seth Green. He's a funny guy. Uh just ask questions and you will find out. He won't answer them, but your gut will tell you. Oh, God, I'm refraining from comment right now. Um, I don't think I want to talk to him anymore. I used to think he was special, but now I think he likes to torture me. I want it to end. He's not special. And then this one just is headed Sunday. So it's some Sunday during that time frame. He lied to me some more tonight. It's all going to come out anyway. It's inevitable. I just really need to know. Oh, and then we get some dates. December 27th, 2022. Yeah. He chose not to see, yeah. He chose not to see any of his three kids on Christmas. He can blame me, but what about his son? He'll do the same to you. December 28, 2022. He chose you over his kids. What a terrible choice to make. That's kind of shady. <laughs> <laughs> Helping Seth Green is such a lie. He doesn't know him. He lies so much. We know Victoria. You've said that. Yeah, so Cassandra says this too, where once she starts answering her, Victoria keeps asking the same question. And she okay. was like, maybe NT was telling the truth that she is an alcoholic. Like, cause she acts like she hasn't said or asked these same things already. It's weird. Yeah. And, oh, true. And also, this, this is seriously one. What I'm reading is one block of text. I am not taking out any of Cassandra's replies. Yeah. This is all, if indeed this is, was sent to Cassandra as these all are, one block of text. It's, these are it's, Twitter DMs. Oh, these are Twitter DMs. But still, it's like, I mean, yeah. you know, like no way for a reply. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's tried to get many, Um, this is uh, continuing, he's tried to get many other women he was cheating with pregnant. It's a thing with him. But he won't give you any money unless you go to court. And he is actually a lawyer and will fight you. I saw it with his ex-wife. Did you know he has an ex-wife, LOL? I just talked to his mom. Told her I finally knew everything thanks to you. Uh, I, I, I got it. Okay. I don't really understand why the affair continued, but that's between you guys. Did you wonder why he didn't want to see his kids at Christmas? He told us he went to San for a baseball game and all the planes were down and eventually he got on a, that just sort of ends mid-text. And then the next one is, my only solace is that I actually own half of his businesses and will absolutely go after every penny I deserve. He won't like that, lol. Too bad. He doesn't like being broke and he will be. I give zero fucks. And oh my God, the dating sites, the Asian fetish, all the fetishes. Goodbye to all of that. All of it. Never again. And then uh, oh. Cassandra also sent a text from Notorious Vic. Uh, not a text. It, that looks like a Instagram or Twitter screenshot oh, okay. of so a post. Okay, so it's, it's Twitter, like probably, two, or X. It's two things next to each other. One is a tweet, like she's replying. 
to a tweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she says, he's a really good dad and our kids love him. You don't know anything. And that was recent. That was 2724. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That was. Yeah. Wow. And then next to it, she put one of her messages with a picture of a towel. And it says, I thought his office towel was to clean up his constant chewing tobacco. But no, he also likes to jerk off into it. His quote-unquote office shares a wall with our eight-year-old who heard him. I mean... I'm really, really trying not to speculate. But it's very odd that all of these DMs are all like in a row like this. Cassandra is uh, apparently not responding. And if she is such an alcoholic... Her spelling and her grammar are pretty much perfect. Yeah. Despite the repetition. And so it makes me wonder if she is not doing this in order to bait Cassandra on behalf of Enti. Just a possibility. And, I'm throwing and out get there. her to act like a crazy stalker or something. Exactly. Get her to say something that will give them fodder for a filing. I think it's that's just what Cassandra wonders too. Yeah. They're not getting a divorce. No divorce papers have subsequently been filed. No. And I feel like, why are you staying with this man if you clearly despise him? Wait. You know what else she posted? What? She somehow, like, got a voicemail where Victoria and Auntie are, like, arguing about her. Oh, okay. It's... Can we play it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Go right now. I'm going to I'm going to leave right now. Don't worry. You need to do it. This is like a feeling. There goes over. Okay. You do this. It's it's the cycle. You're obsessed with her. Goodbye. Don't worry. No, I don't want you to leave her. I'm like, like, it's not even her. Yeah. Bang, burning. Whatever. You were just talking to her. I was like, you can go through her yeah, I couldn't uh, make out a word. It's just a man and a woman speaking passionately to each other. But okay. Yeah, I can only hear him being like, you talk to her. How come I can't talk to her? Oh, and then her being like, "Um, if you, this is a pattern. You just go be with her. Then just go be with her. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, but you talk to her. How come I can't? I don't know. It's, it like doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. But I do want to know. Okay. So Cassandra has this, a recording of this voicemail on her Patreon. And how'd she get it? Do we know? And why is it a voicemail of them arguing? Am I understanding it correctly? Like what exactly this format is? Did they argue over her over the phone during a call to her? No. I'm just trying to understand like how'd she get I this recording? Here's what she wrote. So yeah. sorry if this has already been posted, but I wanted to make sure everyone can hear in John and Victoria's own words that John announced I was his girlfriend and Victoria just wanted him to leave. Then the comments aren't surprisingly asking like what was said. It doesn't like 
Yeah, what do the comments say? ETV, you were just talking to her. How come you can talk to her and I can't? You talk to her way more than I talk to her. I talked to her five minutes today. You talked to her for two hours. He's saying Victoria talked to her for two hours? even Cassandra says they talked for a really long time at some point. The dynamic here is real weird to me. Yeah, and there's such a lack of context constantly. There's so much information, yet none of it makes any sense. I'm still mystified as to the nature of this recording. Right? Like, was Victoria recording their conversations and sending them to Cassandra? No, because they think it's really shitty sounding, like she butt-dialed her, you know? Oh, that makes sense, because, yeah, it is very, like, in and out. Yeah. Spotty sort of recording. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, or she quote unquote yeah. butt dialed her. Yeah. And we uh, shall see. Yeah. And she wasn't like, <laughs> she wasn't thinking about the sound quality. You know, she was obviously like the sound quality wasn't top of mind for this. It, I think it yeah. was accidental or supposed to look accidental. Ugh. I just, I can't help thinking that she's being somehow. They attempted to set her up for some reason. Oh, interesting. With all this communication with Victoria. Because, like, you know, every relationship is different. Every marriage is different. But basic human emotional logic says, if your husband is this much of a shit, and you have seen that he is this much of a shit, wouldn't you get the fuck out? I mean, I know they have kids and stuff. I understand they have a house. But all of the reasons why people stay, which is usually, I think, money related. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be a problem here. Well, because she says in that series of texts, she's like, I'm going to I have partial ownership of his businesses. I'm going to take him for everything he has. Yeah. And none of that, to my knowledge, seems to have ever happened. No. They're still together. And she's defending him very recently on X publicly. Yeah. So. So what? What? Is he, what? What? I mean, possibilities include that anti lawyer is a you know master monster manipulator and is you know manipulating his wife as well to get her off the precipice. Mm-hmm. Or they're in this together, or it's exactly what it looks like, which is Victoria's texting his husband's other lover to tell him how much to tell her how much she hates him. I can't wrap my head around what is going on in these this like sort of weird three-way dynamic relationship. I really can't. I cannot even speculate as to what's going on. It's all very weird. These are very strange people. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is yeah. I just I don't understand. I don't either. Cassandra is dead set on people finding out what's been going on. Yeah, yeah. To the point where she is texting us to yeah to post about unknowns. it. Yeah, we have seventy seven followers, and you know what? Yeah. Every other day we lose one. <laughs> so yeah, no, like we're not reaching anybody. Yeah, so, but we did say, oh well, we'll talk about it. And so she's trying to get the story out through her own podcast through us through whoever else i understand that you want to show his you know his fans or his followers or whoever that he's like a bad person in the only way you can but 
At what you know, cost? At what cost? At what cost to, frankly, Cassandra? I feel like this can't. Ultimately, this cannot help you in any sort of litigation, at least. It might make her feel better. I don't think it would, though, either. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of like holding a grudge, you know? Oh, you're just talking about, like, emotionally? like Yeah, sort of, just emotionally. She's, well, because she seems to be, you know, with the Drenched and Drama podcast, just kind of ruminating yes. over it. And as you've told me... Uh, there's a lot of repetitive content where she's, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, she's going over things over and over and over again, like yeah. the same facts. And then there are missing pieces. Yeah. And right. there are missing, yeah. And that's right. not, that's not helpful to anybody. It's just like, I'm sorry. I just, like, I don't want to give advice, but wouldn't it be better to like do your lawsuit and move on? Is it just for the content? I can, uh, yeah, I mean, I think now we've gotten to a point where, you know, maybe it's done. Maybe it could be over. Someone wrote an article, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now she has a lawyer who I hope is going to advise her to stop talking. John Nelson's whole goal in this was to get her to stop talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he legitimately thought he could scare her with a filing for a restraining order. Mm -hmm. And that would shut her up. And fair enough, he fucked with the wrong woman. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just not like an emotional person like this. But what? Why? What is all this for? I don't know. Is it, it's it's got to just be, I have all these ideas. Well, I mean, I've kind of speculated why she's doing it. I think it's ultimately for... Attention. Um, attention, content, and she thinks this is going to somehow make it better for her. Right. Or give her closure, maybe. Right. Closure is a tough nut to crack. Wouldn't you say? Especially with a, you know, a, a toxic or just a relationship that ends. It's like a relationship does change who you are while you're in it. And so, you know, you're always going to be like, well, I wasn't the same person that I was before. And that always does stay with you. I just don't feel like constantly harping on the damage and on the toxicity is going to help Cassandra move past it. No. I'm just saying that from my experience. Like, just kind of step away for a little while and, you know, meditate, yeah. look within, and don't have to have your opinion reflected outward by your followers or your friend Tiffany, who's just going to enable you. Do you for know what whatever I purpose found she out? Has. What? They met online. Oh, okay. And so you know... they call each other their best friends. Uh huh. But. Cassandra has always been an Aaron Carter fan, and she was oh. in some group saying things about Aaron Carter, and, like, Tiffany was there and said something silly back to her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, this girl's funny. And then she she was like, and then I chose you to co-host our Aaron Carter podcast together. And I was like, Oh, these people don't even know each other in real life. And I'm not saying they can't have, like, a real relationship. I'm just, yeah. like, 
my impression was they'd been like lifelong friends and they just moved to different cities, you know? Yeah. And I guess yeah. that wasn't the right impression. But I think there's been spec speculation and wondering mm -hmm. what is Tiffany's motivation here too? Does she yeah. have Cassandra's best interest in mind? I don't know. None yeah. of us know what the best thing to do is. Um, yeah. And that's but it just seems like this is spiraling out of control. Yeah. And yeah. to absolutely no clear and or helpful end. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that was um, inconclusive. <laughs> but we also, got somewhere. We got somewhere. We had a lot to process. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of our journey. Um, and uh, you can find us at, I'm going to get this. Online. Line BS pod. pod. No, fuck. You can say bullshit. bullshit on Instagram. That's how I'm trying to remember. You can say bullshit on Instagram. Yeah. So it's online bullshit pod on Instagram. Yeah. And then it's online BS pod. Correct. On Reddit. On Reddit. We have yeah. A, we have a subreddit. Come. We have a come subreddit. throw some shit around. Nobody's. Causing havoc. Yeah, no, we want a little bit of havoc. And we're the mods, so... And we're lazy and love chaos. So <laughs> bring it on. Come bring on it. in. Yeah, on. throw some shit at the wall. Okay. All right. Catch you guys next week. Yeah. Oh, well, no, catch you guys... Um, later this week. We'll <laughs> later this week, where we have uh, part deux of our... Um, our two-part episode on the, the moon, moon landing, landing hoax. Yeah. And I'm calling... Uh, seriously, I am more and more convinced that we never landed on the moon in 1969, at least. Have you done more research? I haven't. I've just been rolling around what you've told me in my brain, and it's convincing enough, so I've decided to believe. I think right. me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.